Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. Yeah. I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? For real. Alright, this week we are tending the garden. It's time to pull weeds, make a little space, and let it grow. We're still nurturing with this Cancerian energy as it comes on a little bit stronger. And uh, we have been waning from the last quarter square, so there's a waning crescent moon that's fading into a beautiful new moon in Cancer. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and just how to maximize this this beautiful moon that's coming up. It's one of the biggest of the year because the moon is at home in the sign of Cancer. And then we're also going to get a little bit into some of the aspects that are hitting this new moon chart, which will be the ruler of the year. There's a square to Jupiter. We have a little bit of Mars squaring Sat, squaring Pluto and Venus and Mercury are changing signs. So there's a lot going on. Things are busy, which means we have to really center ourselves and work on the breathing and that resonant frequency. So I want to break down the breath a little bit more today too and see if we can't maximize our oxygenation in our system. Sound fun, right? Let's tune in. Take a nice deep breath. Inhale through the nose and exhale. Find your seat or your feet and just ground the energy. When we calibrate the core, we're always looking to tune into the true center of gravity and really identify that space in the center of ourselves, of our of our physical body and our auric field. And then as you continue to breathe in your own timing and in your own way, you want to put a little more energy into the four directions and just tune in and acknowledge, notice if there's any spaces where you could send a little more energy and vitality or a little more circulation and take a few moments to do that. And then notice the sky above, the space above, and the earth below, and really spread out from those four directions in that center of gravity, really spread out and take up space. Let the sun shine, let the moon shine, let the soul shine. I just quoted some Almond Brothers. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, there and some Warren Haynes too. But basically, you really want to fine tune. We're looking to fine tune that state of our center, our true center of gravity. And, you know, we talk about this sign of cancer. It's the sign that represents the home, the security, the nurturing space, and what uh, one of my favorite common phrases is, is home is where the heart is, right? And so home is where the heart is. Let's come into our heart center for a moment. And today we can actually even bring in 
I sometimes do prayer pose, which is just bringing the soles of the hands together. And whether you pray or not, this isn't necessarily uh, about like a specific prayer to anyone higher being or anything. We're just bringing our right hemisphere and our left hemisphere together as we press the palms together. And then if you do have a prayer practice, then this, this motion feels relatively it feels comfortable. So press the palms together and you're going to rest them, bring them to the heart center, the heart, the space in between the two sides of the ribs, two sides of the lungs. And just take a few moments and press, really press the soles of the hands together as you breathe deeply. Fortify your field a little bit and see again if you can't tune into that right hemisphere, the left hemisphere the above, the below, and all the diagonals and dimensions between spread out into that space. And then we're going to practice this complete breathing practice, which is basically starting the inhale at the bottom of the lungs or the bottom of the rib cage, expanding into the middle area of the rib cage, and then into the upper area of the rib cage. And then you're going to exhale it out. Something I didn't mention, you can shake off the hands if you need to. We're going to come back to this in a second. But one thing I, I, I kind of am so excited about home is where the heart is and we're fine tuning this. I also wanted to talk a little bit more about the breath being super vitalized, revitalized it when we breathe through the nostrils. So very often when we're breathing through the mouth, we tend to like, especially inhaling through the mouth, we're not getting a complete oxygenation of the lungs. And so therefore we're cheating our system of fresh, clean oxygen, which helps keep the blood clean and helps keep the whole system clean and healthy and vital. And so breath is honestly, my personal opinion is, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but breath is one of the most important things we can do for our overall health. And that's been the big message over the last few years. I've talked about this a lot when we went into Gemini season, which is the ruler of the lungs. Now we're bringing that breath into our home space and trying to fortify that in order to circulate more energy. And so in doing that, we want to completely breathe. And so inhaling through the nostrils on this complete breath, um, complete breathing practice, you want to inhale through the nostrils and exhale through the nostrils. And again, we're kind of filling it like a cup. You're going to start at the bottom of the rib cage, fill, go to the middle area of the rib cage, fill and expand that in all directions, and then into the upper field, and then relax it out through the nostrils. Okay, so we're going to break that down. We want to do, let's do three or four of these, depending on what your cycle is. Just your timing is the best timing. I'm going to do a shortened version of mine. Uh, I, I go a little longer sometimes, but uh, I feel like when I'm recording it, it's shift, it shifts a little, <laughs> but it's good for all of us. So, and the other thing I will say about this before we start is if I say it every time, if you could make this one of your regular practices, you would do, it would be so helpful for your body. And I just can't stress enough how really being able to work a complete 
breathing practice has helped me with stress levels in fine tuning my center. It helps with digestion. It helps with obviously circulation and blood flow. And, um, I just, I'm looking to, I want to maximize that, that potential. Um, this is one of the places that we can do it and it takes nothing takes, but a second, but a moment and it's, it's free. It's your timing. So Okay, so let's play with this. You're going to ground your seat and your feet again. If you're comfortable, you're going to press the palms together at the heart center. You can relax the elbows and shoulders. And just line your head, your heart, and your hips up. Line them up. Root and anchor into the four directions once again. And the earth and the sky. And you're going to take, start that complete breathing. Nice deep inhale in the lower rib cage. Into the middle zone. And then into the upper space. And exhale through the nose. Inhale from the bottom to the top in your own timing. Expand, expand, make space, and exhale. Inhale through the nose, in. From the bottom to the top, Observe the space that's being made and then exhale and then sit for a moment as you allow your breath to regulate, continue breathing through the nostrils and just observe that circulation, that pulse of your breath, of your blood through your body, of the heartbeat, the energy that's surrounding you. And take a couple more deep breaths. Nothing fancy, just a little breath. And one last time. So that heartbeat really tuning into our own rhythmic heartbeat. That's our pace, our rhythm, our flow is very much regulated by the breath and it's tunes. It tunes the heart. It tunes the heart and it's, it, it's the home is where the heart is. We're really looking to see if we can't fortify our heartbeat, our rhythm, our vibration, the space that surrounds us. And then, you know, I mean, the bigger, the more energy you have, you just keep going, you keep expanding from that heart centered home out and beyond from a graceful and centered place. And so this practice is just, it really invigorates the system. It brings lots of oxygen into the system, which is vital for overall health. So let's keep practicing that. And then really 
bringing the, I, the, the thought process back to this heartbeat, this thing I talked about a few, I, I talk about it throughout most sessions, but I haven't really dialed in on it in a while, but it's this rhythmic resonance, this pulse that happens from, from that center of gravity that resonates and radiates into the field. This is really what I call like, it's like the soul shine. It's the light within. It's our, it's our, our, uh, really it's our vibration and how we show up. And this is something I talk a lot about within my student, with my students in the movement practices is that when we tune in in this way, when we come to heart center home base, we can start to really observe and feel where things get off kilter, where there might be lags in the system, where there might be lacks of energy or, or stagnations in the field, in the energetic field and system. And this is something that we want to, you know, we can do this as humans. We want to start to use this super, this is a great skill to, to acquire and to practice is this observation of the way in which we be, (laughs) You know, and so home is a really great place to, to practice this stuff because home is where we are, where the heart is. It's where we are most at ease. We are feeling most secure. We are feeling the foundation. You can sit on your bed, sit on the couch, sit at the kitchen table. There's all these places where we just can ground energy because we're home. We let go a little bit there. So home is a wonderful place to practice these things. And then as we get stronger, of course, we carry it into the world. And what I would say about that too, is that when you, when you, well, I have a Virgo mother and, uh, I don't have, a, I just experienced a little bit of Virgo energy in my, in my couple recent solar returns. So I have this newfound compassion for, for really keeping things in order and to, to a next level. I've always been pretty organized, but like next level organization. And, you know, like I have a lot of people in my life that run tight ships, which is great because it's like they, when you run a tight ship and you're organized, you know where everything is. You've got the vibe. There's a certain, there's a certain program and an order of things and the way that they are and the way that they be in the space and home. Well, we're looking to do this inside ourselves. And so when we tune into the heartbeat and we work that complete breaths rhythm, then we're circulating that energy and we're getting a sense. We can start to, again, tune into, observe and tune into the field and make micro adjustments. An example of this is, for example, I basically have, um, I have my field in my specific field, I have a general lag in the lower right quadrant. And it's almost like kind of behind in my lower right quadrant of my bubble, my space bubble there. And that's due to some injuries, some past injuries. And so the, you know, these things, things like injuries, things that affect us in our emotional body too, have an influence on the way we hold ourselves in space. And so I have, I hurt myself. And when I was young, I, I hurt my knee and I had to have ACL reconstruction And so I've been doing yoga and Pilates. That's part of the reason why I really got into movement therapy is to help heal and and find strength through that injury. And so it's really beautiful because it's like, I have, I don't, you know, it gets achy in the seasons and stuff, but for the most part, I found a lot of strength and I'm, I'm, it's a constant, it's something that I work on. I have to work on all the time. And I've even noticed it so much to that, 
when I tune into my energetic field, that area, that lower right area is a little, there's like a little bit of, oh, the energy's not as vital or not as like, I have to pump it up a little bit. <laughs> and so with my visualization and my focus, I circulate and send energy with my imagination. I send energy to that space and I kind of sweep it and clear it and, and, and intentionally move the energetics in that field. And then it lightens up. And I start, I can start to kind of turn my, reorient my physical structure towards a real complete neutral, my true neutral. Now, this is a lot of layered stuff for, for just audio. And, uh, you know, if you ever want a session, I can, I love teaching movement as much as I love teaching cosmic synchronization. These are my two things, core calibration, cosmic synchronization, and, uh, and music as well. So the thing is, 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 I, you don't have, it doesn't take anything to do any, you know, you don't have to take a class unless you want to, but you can just simply start to observe, observe how you are. So you might even notice that like, even as you're sitting, when we come to rest, if we're seated, we tend to maybe lean to one side or twist our body to one direction. I mean, there's these, all these subtle ways that the torque, that torus starts to torque and, and twist us off and away from center. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just like a tree that grows on the side of the hill. We all grow and we move and we, and we be the way we be. We're looking though to, as much as we can, maximize the true center of gravity for optimal health. Because when we're, if we're crooked and we're lingering or, or sinking in any sort of joint or any, in any one alignment, it can cause that lack of circulation. It can cause stagnation, which can overall affect the organs or the blood flow. And, you know, long-term, that might not be anything in, in the short term, but in the long term, that has an effect on our, our ability to stay healthy and vital. So we want the system open. We want a clean soul house, <laughs> you know? And so it's really cool because like, you know, with the, like I was talking about last week with the sun coming into cancer, we really have an opportunity, like when it's full sun, we can see things a little bit more clearly than we do when it's, when it's dark, you know? And so I just, I'm going to take this season of the Cancerian season to really clean house and reconfigure, sort out, and just like do some serious committing to fortifying my field, to, to getting this, this, my system organized as much as, you know, as much as you can, you got to live too. But so practicing and observing that alignment or the structural, the way you hold yourself in space is one way to observe your resonant frequency. Because again, just when you come into center, you get that rhythmic resonant frequency and that is, it's the resident frequency. It's the home vibe. It's, it's homeostasis is what they call it in the health world. It's where, you know, we're, we're at a really good place and things are functioning and everything's healthy. Okay. And so there's another way that we sometimes tend to get energetically messy. And, and so if you're working on your structural foundation and you're, you got that clean and you're feeling pretty good about that, let's little, put a little focus into the home base of the, the energetics of the home base. And what I mean by that is 
our state, our vibration is so much influenced by our emotions and our mind. And so coming from all of this mental energy in, in Gemini, and now we're settling into this Cancerian season and this new moon that's coming up, which we'll talk about, is in the sign of Cancer. We have a beautiful opportunity. The moon is at home to really now tune into our emotional state and how we are being in that emotional state. What's this, what's the foundational resonant vibe there, you know, and this is interesting because some people, you know, with life, the rhythm of life, sometimes we get so out of sync that we just follow this, like we'll get in, into the rhythm of the world and we don't hold our own vibe. And then we don't realize that we're we're running and we're running and we're doing this. Like, it's like the hamster wheel thing, right? Where you're running and you're doing all your responsibilities. However, there's no, there's no time for the self. There's no time to reconfigure and reorient the self. And so it can, over time, like we get grumpy, we're holding our body different. Sometimes we, you know, we look different. We might dress different. We might not take care of ourselves. I mean, there's just like all these ways that it shows up, but it like, we don't maybe even know that that's like causing us some unhappiness or some discomfort. And so again, coming into the breath and that heart center, it just moves the energy. We don't have to, there's nothing that we have to fix or observe or, or anything. It just does. It's, it has this beautiful healing effect of just neutralizing on its own. And I find that to be super divine and, and beautiful. Like the ultimate healing is through a complete mindful breath. And so in doing that too, what's, what's really interesting is when we're, when our, we're off center on an emotional or, you know, and it, and it can't even be just like bad vibes. It can just be like crazy vibes or, <laughs> you know, like uncenteredness. Like when you're, when we're uncentered and we're being, not being mindful, we can just be sloppy with our vibe. And, you know, that shows up as being, you know, some people come in really hot and loud. Some people come off really rude. Some people come off grumpy. Some people come off unhappy or sad, you know, and it's like, uh, bypassing, like, of course, everyone, you know, there's other certain things that people have that they can't control, but the thing that you can control that you can tune into is that breath. And so if you feel like you're in contact with somebody or yourself that's feeling imbalanced, grumpy, angry, you know, just whatever it is, just not feeling neutral or calm. You don't even have to make yourself feel happy. You just want to feel calm and neutral at some, at ease to some degree. Breath. I'm sure you knew I was going to say that, (laughs) but that deep breath will do it for you. Okay. The last thing I want to say about that before we get into the, before we cosmic sync is that the breath can, you know, we, we talk about it at the beginning of the sesh that you either find your seat or your feet. And that's great. Upright is really powerful. It's also kind of tricky to be upright and centered. So especially with these hot days, as summer, as summer season settles in, if you're feeling a lot of heat or if you're feeling tired on your feet, I always suggest and practice in my own life, elevating the legs to just lie down on your back, supporting the head and shoulders if you need to, or just completely flat on the floor on the earth and elevate the legs. By elevating the legs, we drop that circulation from that gets heavy in the legs and feet and we bring it back to home. 
We bring it back home, heart center, where it can get revitalized and reoxygenated. And so practicing this complete breath through uh, in a lying down position is fantastic. It gives us tons of energy, maybe so much energy that it makes you want to take a nap. <laughs> so, you know, honor it, honor your body and you know, the season of cancer is all about that feeling like I talked about last week. So we're really just trying to become more aware of how we feel and how we be in this world, how we're showing up. What's the vibe? What's that resonant frequency? Like, because this really, really expresses like your resonant frequency is like your signature. It's your energetic signature. So we want to start to, you know, put a little love into that make it look beautiful, make it feel good, make it feel like a power move, you know? And so before we move into the cosmic sink, let's just do that one deep breath where we do the complete breath from the bottom, filling it from the bottom to the top. Okay. All right. Find your seat or your feet. And I always just take a flushing breath, just like a breath. And then here we go from the bottom to the top. Inhale. Oh yeah. Nice work, everybody. <laughs> My little snaps. Okay. So now we're going to talk a little bit about this moon and the, the alignment that's happening. And I said it before, but the, the moon is at home in the sign of cancer. And so the sun is on this new moon. It's happening on June 28th, which is Tuesday. June 28th at 8.53 p.m., the moon will be conjunct, which is basically next to, it's joined with the sun. They'll be at 7 degrees, 22 minutes in the sign of Cancer. So lucky number seven. And so this is the thing, like we, we're going to look at the charts of these of these points and, and then I'll give you the degrees. And one way, if you're into the astrology, you can look at your own chart and see, do I have anything in seven degrees Cancer or the cardinals or the water signs at seven degrees. If I do, then this, this moon's going to have a little bit more influence on my personal experience. It's actually exactly opposite my sun right now. So that's kind of neat. I have a, this new moon is opposite my sun in Capricorn, seven degrees. So the, the, you, you look at your chart, you figure that out. If, if you've got anything at seven degrees in those, in, in the sign of Capricorn, Cancer, Aquarius, or Aries, and Libra, there's going to be a square, or if with the Capricorn, it's an opposition. Or if it's in the signs, anything it's around seven degrees in the signs of Pisces, Scorpio, or Cancer, then it's going to be trining. And we're just working the trine squares and oppositions for, for, keeping things somewhat simplistic in the, in the pod. And obviously we go deeper in readings and stuff, but if you, so if you've got a trine, a square or an opposition to this moon, check it out, see what kind of angles or aspects that, you know, and, and see if you can break it down a little bit. What I will say, what's the focus, regardless of if you have anything in these signs or not, 
what the the focus of this moon coming into coming home with the sun in the sign of cancer really represents this is this is the ultimate new moon really of the year it's at home it's like a homecoming moon and again it's sort of this moment in when we talk about the evolution of the zodiac when you have the aries energy that sparks the life and the will and the experience to then bring it through the sensory perceptions of the Taurus energy, through the mental capacity of Gemini. And now we're in the emotional capacity of Cancer. So we're kind of completing like a human experience as we move through the Zodiac. We're, we're looking to now focus and fine tune our sense of feeling, our sense of being able to tune in. And I keep using the word feeling, it's emotions as well, but it's also intuition. The feeling can come from mental observations, it can come from instinct like the Aries, or it can come from our senses, like we talked so much about with all of that Taurus energy. That feedback is so valuable. And you know what I would say is, is this is one of the big messages I got when I when, when I practice Pilates on the equipment is that Pilates spring is so deep. It's such a great teacher. And it really shows us the feedback and how sometimes feedback can be really loud and sometimes feed, feedback can be very subtle. And so we're tuning in to the, that range. I mean, it's a full range of motion from really loud to really quiet. And we want to be able to be adaptable and, and clear to interpret and and understand and observe throughout this range of feeling, of intuiting, of really catching the the feedback and what the message or the the energy or the vibe of the of the feedback is. And so this new moon, new moons are quiet too because the sun and the moon are together, which means that things are very dark. We, on a full moon, we have the full illumination. On a new moon, we have that, the, the deepness and the darkness that the, the moon is calm and quiet. We can't see it because it's so close to the sun. And so those energies come together and they, they help each other, but there's also like a, a subtlety in a new moon, which requires a little bit more tuning in to that feedback and sensing and feeling and, you know, I use the joke, I use the phrasing a lot when I'm talking about the sensory perception is we want to practice like feeling with our eyes, listening with our feelings. You know, if you could use, if you could feel through the senses, that would be a great place to start after the breath work, <laughs> you know, so tuning in and observing the field is level is like phase one. Phase two would be to start to observe and, and start to like make connections through the way the senses are communicating. That's really deep. You know, what's the senses? What are my senses feeling? What does that color make me feel like? What does that smell make me feel like? you know? And then as you get better, see the, the best part is, is we really do want to use our mind and our senses and our will to start to manifest and create. And how we do that is through how we feel. And so if this is something that comes fairly natural to you and you're inspired by this, then you want to build on it and see if you can start to, if you've got, you know, so new moon represents goal settings. It's a new beginning. It's the beginning phase. And so this is a beautiful time to set new prayers, new intentions, 
we're still at the beginning of the, of the season, you know, we just entered into summer. And so there's a lot of new beginnings happening and things ending. And so with that, if you've got something that you're working on, then you can start to use your sense of feeling and your sensory system, feeling through your sensory system to start to say like, what does it feel like if, what is that prayer or that vision that I'm working on that I'm manifesting? What does it feel like? That is so deep because if you can start to feel into it, then it's, you know, once we think it, it's done. But when we feel into it, we can manifest it into the third dimension. This is next level stuff. So play with that because the other thing that's happening on this new moon is that Jupiter is squaring this new moon and it's almost exact. Jupiter is at Aries, seven degrees Aries um, seven degrees, 18 minutes, basically. And so it's almost exact, but they're all at seven degrees. So, I mean, that's pretty exact. (laughs) So that Aries energy, Jupiter's over there, like really amplifying my willpower, my will to live. And I think that's the thing right now is like, it takes a lot to stay planet side right now. (laughs) It's a lot of work to, you know, I mean, like to be human and alive on this earth is one thing, but to be a conscious tuned in centered and vibrant human that's resonating a a positive frequency takes it. That's a whole new thing. And I know many of you that are listening have been practicing, you have a practice. And so this time is, this is what this is all about is us. Like I keep saying it, but we are seriously, we got to put the focus and the intention where we want it to go. And so that requires amount, amazing amount of responsibility where Jupiter is in the house of, in the sign of the self, Aries, unapologetically me, amplifying that and, and doing it in a responsible way, unapologetically me through a centered, balanced, radiant expression that's tuned into my core, that's pulsing a resonant frequency that is organized and clean and precise. It's coming from my sense of knowing, my sense of observing, my sense of of or of relating to the feedback that I'm getting at any given point. I mean, this is really this is a lot of work to be a human on the planet right now. <laughs> and Again, like if we want to make this world a better place, we have to start with ourselves. And how can we be more organized, more in tune and more clear, you know? So with that sun and moon being squared by the Jupiter, I feel like we're being asked to really clarify our objectives and then start to visualize and feel like take that art of visualization and put and apply it to an art of feeling and intuiting and see if we can't start to really, we can see if we can really move some of this energy and our, and our visions in the direction towards manifestation. You know, I want to manifest a brighter world. So, and there's a lot, there's a lot of work to do. Like it's, there's a lot going on. I know it's not easy and you got to start with where you are. And so, and you know, know this too, that when you're, when we're in these states for ourselves, we have more energy to give to those that need, 
you know? And so not everybody has this capacity and that's okay. Send them love and compassion and some support and, and hold your more, hold your own even more so that if at least there's one person, at least there's two people, at least there's three people, you know, like if a few of us, if, if 20 of us, if hundreds of us, like the more of us that can do this and, and really, you know, work our uh, work, work on our own, like resonant frequency and holding that home is where the heart is. Put the heart in home and like, let your soul shine. Like seriously, it's so serious. <laughs> it's so serious. I'm laughing. No, but, but really I, I just know how much, um, uh, a smile or a compassionate, just listening like that, that vibe that we get when we're centered, we can be there for people in a way that, that is actually meaningful and hopefully helps them get on their way so they can move towards, towards a, a a better feeling than where they're at, you know? So that's what we want to do. Just focus, clarify the objectives and really focus, focus your energy, focus your feelings, focus your mental energy. (laughs) That's my practice for this new moon. Okay. And so there's just a couple other transits that I wanted to bring up before we seal up the sesh today. And that is that the basically Venus went into Gemini. And so Venus has left home. It's on another adventure out into the, out into the Zodiac. It's, it's in Gemini. So we have Venus in Gemini and then Mercury is in Gemini still, but it, it will be going into Taurus. And so it's leaving it will be soon leaving its home base and heading into Taurus. And Mercury's having all kinds. I mean, Mercury is busy. And between this session and the next session that I record, Mercury's going to be busy making squares and trines and all these little angles and changing signs. And the message around that is really my, the simple message is, again, like as busy as it gets, let's keep the communication channels clear. You know, Mercury is all about our communication and our higher mind. And so especially as it's changing and making lots of transit, you know, and lots of aspects to other planets. We want to see if we can't stay again, clear in our, in our, in our expression, our self-expression, which is from that vibration and that resonant frequency, you know? And the other thing that's really potent is that Mars will be squaring. It's basically squaring Pluto. And so Mars is in Aries at home and it's squaring Pluto in Capricorn. And what I f- want to say about that is that like we, as we aim to be ourselves and fortify our field and amplify our radiance and, you know, focus our resonant frequency, there are some hang up like this Pluto square to that is like really asking us to, to make sure that the, the, the angles and the things that we are prioritizing with this are actually going to help us through the evolution. So, you know, for example, there might be some things that some old habits that come up, um, in the way that we're, you know, like there's just, there's just some things like Aries is the way we engage and assert ourselves. And it's this in the, it's in the sign of the self. And what I feel about that is like with the Pluto squaring it, there's these, there's this part of our evolution that's being a little bit challenged by like fallback in like, are you sure you want to be like that? Are you sure you want to, you know, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, go ahead, let yourself change. Right. And it's, 
there's that little part of like evolution that's like, are you sure you want to change? Isn't it more comfortable to sit in this old way and do these old things and be that old, you know, have that old thought? And, you know, it's just like, so the Aries, the Aries Mars is like asking us to persevere, to push through even more. It's like, yeah, no, I decided. So it is. I believe. So it will be, you know, I mean, we got to get super clear on that and see if we can't, you know, get resolute with what we're trying to accomplish. And it can be as simple as just like being centered and and grounded. There's nothing that we have to go out and do, you know, but this is about being a, a, a clear human being on the planet, <laughs> you know? So do that, be as clear as you can and, and watch how there might be some pitfalls or some things that are like wanting you to backslide. Don't backslide you know, and if you want to play or flirt with the edge, do it, but do it consciously. Cause part of the fun with this range of motion, I always call it range of motion from movement class, but it's like this range of motion. Like we do sometimes have to go to that edge in order to really understand where center is or where the balance is. And so you may have to play a little bit with it. And so that's okay too, but just be mindful because there's parts of life that would love for us to right now, just try to go back to the old ways and normal and not evolve. And frankly, there's no getting through this time and space without evolving. So again, go ahead and let yourself change. (laughs) And the last thing I want to say is that Neptune is retrograding. And so Neptune moves very slowly, just like Pluto. It's been lurking in, for the last few years, it's been lurking in the first from between 20 degrees and 26 degrees Neptune um, in Pisces. And so Neptune is at home in Pisces right now. And it's at 26 degrees. It's basically going to be, it's going retrograde, quote unquote, but it's going to be lingering at the same degree for like months till August. I think it's around August. And what I want to say about that is that the Neptune is that higher caliber of love. And I love it because Neptune, we've done so much work with Neptune over the last few months. There was a, the Jupiter conjunction, Mars went in there, Venus went in there. Like there's been a lot of us, like there's been a lot of us clarifying that higher caliber of what it means to really love and be, to, to really aim for that super vast, unconditional love, the, the super freedom that comes from being conscious. You know, it's like, it's super consciousness is really what it is. It, that higher caliber of love. And what I would say about that is that as much as you can, as much as we all can, we want to take this Neptune retrograde to just really fortify. Again, I'm going to use that word. We want to really just set a little bit more intention and a little more prayer, a little more focus and love around that, that, unconditional love, that ability to be as clear and conscious as possible, to be so open and, and, and vast, you know, that we can really receive the amount of energy that we're trying to give and (laughs) give and receive. It's really beautiful because I feel like the rep, the Neptune retrograde is also going to be asking us to, to like re- consider our deepest visions and dreams. And, you know, I've been talking about it a lot. There's, there's this calling to, to really 
you know, aim for a brighter future? Well, what does that look like? What does it take? What is it, what is it going to take in my life to, to feel better? This is part of this new moon energy as well of just like tuning in and being able to feel through my senses, use my feelings and my intuition to start to be the guide to help me feel that supra consciousness, that, that state of highest love, highest caliber of, of being. And, oh, it's so beautiful. We'll, we'll talk more. This, this Neptune thing has been an ongoing conversation and it's interesting to say the least. Um, but what I would say is, is like set your prayers and your intentions, set your focus, clarify your objectives, ground your energy, focus your frequency and let it radiate and shine. Just, (laughs) just let your soul shine. Go ahead. Let your soul shine. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm grateful for every single one of you and I love you. Happy new moon. Set your highest prayers and intentions for this new time, this new cycle. And take it one day at a time. All right. Much love y'all. Peace. Bless it.